Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stock Market Today. My name is Ken Shreve, joined uh, today by Justin Nielsen. On today's uh, show, we'll talk about a stock market. Well, we gave back uh, early gains. Uh, small caps uh, lagged quite a bit ahead of a, a busy week of uh, economic headlines and earnings reports. Uh, before we get into all that, let's uh, throw it over to Justin, who's got three stocks to watch. Yeah, we'll take a look at a couple areas of strength, including Splunk, uh, which was also our IBD stock of the day, Mercado Libre, which got an ad on leaderboard and a setup that I'm seeing here in Lanthius Holdings. Excellent. Okay. Well, let's start by taking a look at a chart of the NASDAQ a composite here. NASDAQ, uh, it was up uh, up nicely in the in the morning when that 10-year yield was uh, was falling, but then the 10-year yield reversed uh, higher at last uh, check around 3.98%. NASDAQ ends with a loss of one-tenth of 1%, one, uh, so we avoid distribution, but uh, we did see some sellers in the market today, Justin. Yeah, it's certainly not one of those things you like to see when the market is uh, is up nicely, kind of giving you a feeling like everything's rosy and the birds are singing and everything, and then kind of have that rug pulled out from under you. Uh, it, it wasn't necessarily a bad, uh, horrible day, you know, because it was basically flat. But again, there were some good gains. I mean, the NASDAQ composite was up over a percent. Uh, what I do like, though, is that we have stayed above this 21-day moving average line. That's the green line that's shown on this chart. So both the NASDAQ composite and S and P 500 uh, stayed above that line. And um, that's going to be kind of one of the areas that I'm looking at right now to see if this strength can hold. Uh, can it stay above that moving average line? It's a good line to kind of use for short-term strength or weakness. Okay, you can see the S&P 500, just like the NASDAQ on Friday, moved above all of its uh, short-term moving averages. Uh, that prompted us to, to change our outlook, put the market back on a confirmed uh, uptrend. But the S&P 500 gave back uh, early gains. It closed uh, higher, up one-tenth of 1% 1 uh, after finding support at the uh, the 200-day moving average. Why don't we go to the uh, Dow Jones, uh, uh, Justin? We'll see that that, along with the S&P 500, was up uh, one-tenth of 1%. 1 Interesting with the Dow Jones came right up to its 50-day uh, moving average yeah. and, uh, and got turned away. Yeah, so that's going to be something to watch there. Does that continue to be an area of resistance? Now, look, the Dow Jones Industrial Average has not been the leading index for a while. It was very strong off that October low. Uh, you can kind of see how, how strong it came up here from October, November, and then it kind of petered out in December. Whereas in January, that's where the NASDAQ really took over and the Dow lagged significantly. You can see that relative strength line versus the S&P 500 go down in January, and it's really been lagging. Um, so you know, if, if this gets resistance at this level, it's not necessarily a deal breaker if the other indexes can pick up the slack, but it's certainly worth watching that 50-day moving average line for the Dow. Yeah, most definitely. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's uh, conclude by taking a look at IWM. This is the uh, the uh, ETF that tracks the Russell uh, 2000. It had a rough uh, rough day today, uh, no doubt about it, down uh, one and a half uh, percent. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's kind of fighting a good battle here uh, as well. It doesn't look as uh, challenged as the Dow does. Yeah, not as challenged as the Dow, but it did cross below the 21-day moving average line. And this was a little bit of the canary in the coal mine today because it it started uh, in rough shape and just got got worse. So uh, it was it was lagging for the whole day. So a lot of times we look at this as kind of a market sentiment to a degree, uh, you know, risk, risk on. And the Russell 2000 tends to do a little bit better as the appetite for small cap stocks increases. But when people get, when investors, uh, especially those large institutions, get a little bit more gun shy, you often see that the Russell 2000 has some trouble as they get into that risk off mode. 
Yeah, most definitely. All right. Why don't we take a look at uh, zero TNX, which is the 10 year treasury yield. Uh, this is, uh, like I said, it was, uh, well, last week it gapped above that 4%, uh, 4% level, uh, came down pretty hard uh, Friday, the stock market uh, like that, and then it uh, reversed uh, higher today. So we'll likely see some movement in this 10 year yield uh, uh, depending on what uh, Jay Powell has to say Tuesday and Wednesday when he's testifying about monetary policy on Capitol Hill. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing to watch. And uh, well, it, it'll probably add some volatility here. Now, when we're looking at the 10-year note, remember, this is the yields. So it's going to go in the opposite direction of bonds. Um, but yeah, what we're what we're seeing right now is a potential reversal here. You know, a lot of strength that we saw last week and it reversed to the downside and now we're seeing it kind of reverse potentially to the upside so uh if if we do see more strength in the yields of the tenure you could expect some pressure on stocks that's what we've been seeing for uh, for quite a while and that's the usual mo all right we got uh, a couple of uh, etfs we want to look at i know uh, xme was on your uh on your uh, radar this is the metals and mining uh etf yeah, it was a really strong week for it last week, and uh, this was getting into a little bit of trouble today. Uh, look, this is a very broad ETF in terms of having exposure to coal, copper, uh, gold, silver, you know, you name the metal. And it's not just the metals themselves, but also the miners. So you've got Rio, uh, you know, uh, a lot of the big ones in there. So um, this is something I think that's worth watching. Just a lot of excitement i think happened with uh with some of china news last week reopening and what that's doing for the economy signs that there's a lot of strength and uh growth happening there and a lot of these industrial stocks will benefit if that's the case so uh it, it's worth watching you know if that if that case doesn't kind of pan out or if there's some weakness there um we were talking on ibd live today how a lot of tangibles are getting a little bit more uh, traction at least last week um, but we'll have to see is there going to be some sector rotation here and uh you know can some of these things hold or is it uh one of those cases where you saw some strength and it's not going to last all right, let's take a look at XLK as well, because tech stocks were doing a lot of the heavy lift, lifting. Goldman Sachs got an upgrade from, uh, or uh, Apple got an upgrade from Goldman Sachs, I should say, and that, that that lifted XLK for a while. But you can see the XLK looks a lot like the Nasdaq. Just couldn't hold on to that uh, gain. Still up three up sessions in a row, but uh, sellers uh, in this uh, in this ETF as well. Even though you know Apple had a pretty good day. Yeah, and th this was really a, a kind of a driving force uh, for the gains. Uh, still up uh, almost half a percent for the day, but guess what it was matched by? XLU, that's the utilities. And while the utilities have been definitely uh, not in favor lately, um, you know, it was it was one of the leading sectors today, along with the staples, uh, XLP, the consumer staples. So both XLU and uh, consumer staples are considered a little bit more on the defensive side. So uh, along with the IWM going down, you know, these going up, uh, that is kind of giving a little bit of a defensive picture. But remember, that's just one day. So it's not too much to panic about for one day. But we'll have to watch and see if that is something that starts to trend. Very good. Well, why don't we take a look at some uh, individual stocks here that uh, you mentioned at the start of the uh, video. And uh, we'll start with uh, S. P. 
SPLK, Splunk, seeing some uh, enterprise software stocks uh, starting to show uh, signs of life, uh, making a pretty good case for a, a bottom here. But uh, what uh, what do you see about uh, SPLK that you like, Justin? Well, what I really like is how this came down in a very orderly way. Um, there was a little bit of volume here, but that also was corresponding to an earnings uh, earnings announcement. So that's, that's not too atypical, but it really got uh, some tight closes in here. Now, remember, uh, it's, it's worth kind of noting what some of these moves were. I'm going to switch the track price, and you can see that while some of this action looks pretty tight, I mean, this was a day that was down 2%. Um, here we had a day that was, I mean, it doesn't look like much, but it was up 1%. And, you know, a lot of these days uh, had, you know, 1% moves plus. But overall, this tight action, it looked like a resistance to going down anymore. And you certainly had some very big action uh, last week on the earnings report. On the second, you had a big move down all the way to the 50-day moving average line, but it came back and kind of closed in that same area. So uh, I was kind of looking at this as a, you know, clearing this early resistance here, maybe even a downtrend as we kind of draw a line right here. Um, so it, it's it's right there, holding above it. Uh, there wasn't too much volume today compared to the last three days, um, but it was still above average. So I think this one is is worth watching. Uh, if you want some information about the company itself, Brian Deegan wrote a really great IBD stock of the day article on it. Um, and then we also added this to Swing Trader early this morning. Yeah, I think you can see Brian's uh, story on Splunk still uh, right on the homepage of uh, investors.com. All right, next up is going to be Mercado Libre, uh, M-E-L-I. Uh, you mentioned this is a uh, a leaderboard uh, stock. We first put it on the leaders list uh, back uh, February 14th, and uh, we actually increased uh, the position uh, today uh, thanks to this uh, really strong move over the 12, uh, 1250 level. Yeah, so that uh, that initial buy right there was at the support of the 21-day moving average line. Um, we we got into it a little bit ahead of earnings, um, and you know this is one of those where we were uh, rolling the dice a little bit. We we only had like a a quarter position here, so it wasn't right. too much risk. Um, and you know even though we didn't have as much cushion as we would have liked, um, it actually ended up panning out for us. And now if you kind of switch to the weekly chart, you can see that this was um this was a flat base here. So we have uh, the first week, you count that as the first week down. That's one, two, three, four, five. That's all you need for a flat base. It can be shorter at five weeks. Um, the depth was only 13%. And what we were seeing today was a breakout from that flat base. So this seemed like a good time to add to that position. We already had a pretty low average cost uh, from that bounce off the 21-day moving average line. And so adding here keeps our average cost fairly low, uh, not getting too uh, carried away here, but the flat base kind of reset things um, and gave us a new entry. Yeah, remember, it's always um, <clears throat> earnings growth that is the main driver of a stock's uh, price. And you can look at uh, recent earnings growth at Mercado Libra. It's got the revenue growth as well. So this one really uh, checks a lot of boxes from a fundamental and, and technical perspective. So uh, weekly chart still looks good here. You can see that blue dot uh, at the end of the relative strength line that uh, is poking into new high ground, which is uh, confirming uh, Mercado Libra's uh, strength. So let's uh, let's finish up by talking about Lanthius. This is a stock that was on our radar for a long time and then it kind of went into this um you know pretty pretty hairy correction and then uh kind of found its bottom and then they had a a great earnings report i think it was uh, just a couple couple of weeks ago that uh, powered the stock through the 40-week uh, moving average here 
Yeah, Harry Correction is right. I mean, this was uh, down 46% from its highs. And again, this was something that was holding up really well in most of 2022 while the market was going down. Just look at that relative strength. So this correction here was uh, pretty brutal. But as you mentioned, that earnings report uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, shot up the stock 20%. And what's interesting here is while we haven't gone up too much more, we've really held those gains. This just has not wanted to come down. So uh, whenever I see a stock that does that, it makes me think that if the moving average lines can kind of catch up, find some support there, um, then this this could be another opportunity to get into this stock. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking for it to tighten up here. I, again, there was some brutal action on the downside here, some really big days. Um, I mean, look look at this day right here. That's just, uh, you know, that, 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 that yeah. would be no fun to sit through. Um, but if we can get tight action here, I think that'll kind of turn the look for this. And, um, you know, while medical products, uh, that area has been a little bit, you know, out of favor, not as much as it was. It still is number 52 out of 197. And there's a lot of stocks in that area that are looking uh, looking pretty promising, but there has been some volatility. I mean, just look at uh, Dexcom today, uh, which is another one in that area, um, which had kind of a, an 8% drop. And this has had uh, some recent volatility as well, but the overall group is doing fairly well still, and I think is worth monitoring. Well, no doubt, LNTH, uh, that positive response to earnings. And like you mentioned, it really is uh, just holding on to these gains. And uh, we got a little more sideways uh, movement here. Uh, could could get a new uh, entry if this uh, if this uh, market uptrend can uh, sustain itself. All right, uh, three great stocks here, Splunk, uh, Mercado Libre, and Lanthius. Uh, thank you, Justin, so much uh, for your uh, insight as usual. That'll do it for today's uh, uh, show. We do have... Uh, uh, Jerome Powell uh, starting testimony mm -hmm. tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern time. I believe he's in front of the Senate on Tuesday and the House on Wednesday. I think I got that right, but uh, market will be listening closely to what he has to say. We also have that uh, jobs report on, on Friday. So uh, right. uh, tomorrow, uh, David Ryan will be our guest on uh, IBD Live. So if you haven't uh, checked that out yet, go to investors.com slash IBD Live and you can uh, check out what we do. Uh, we start 10 minutes uh, before the market open uh, every day, go about an hour 15, hour 20 minutes uh, into the market open discussing actionable stocks. Uh, always like getting uh, David Ryan's uh, insight. He's our, our, our normal Tuesday guest. So uh, please join us uh, tomorrow. That'll do it uh, for today. And uh, we'll see you back here uh, tomorrow. I'll be here with uh, with Ed. Have a great afternoon, everybody.